It's Monday the 10th of October at 7 o'clock and welcome to meeting four of the Amenities Committee at Fredgen Town Council. Uh, the first agenda item is apologies for absence. Does anybody know of any apologies this evening? Bill. 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 Apologies okay. from and we've got apologies from Phil. Bill. And agenda item two is declarations of interest. Are there any of us than Bernie and myself as members of Greengate's community project? Yes, Helen. I uh, Hop Haywood's friends group. Hop Haywood. Okay. Cycle North Cheshire. Oh, Cycle North Cheshire for, for me as well. I forgot that one. Thank you, Patrick. It's on the list of standing. Uh, so the next one is requests from the public to speak. Um, as you well know you're supposed to do this in the time before the meeting unless we suspend standing orders halfway through so uh ian and mark have, have you any comments that you'd well, like to add yes yeah, so, uh, as you know i i think that uh the christmas tree lights that are out on church street have been out for too long equally the repairs to the clock that are permanent have also been outstanding for some time um it will be warmly received by the town if the lights and the trees are fixed this year, please, just before the parade and therefore they can be part of town celebrations. Uh, it would really be nice to have that box. So it, it, in fact it's not even right twice a day as it is at the moment. <laughs> so uh, you know if that could be done that would be appreciated. Okay, thanks ever so much Ian. And any more requests to speak? Okay, well we shall move on to item four, which is approval of the minutes. Now I wasn't at this meeting, so I can't propose or second that, but do we have a proposer and a seconder for those minutes? So Our proposer, the correct. And, yeah. and Pauline. Okay, so moving on to the next item, which is play areas. So we, we did send out with the agenda some RASPRA annual play reports. Um, unfortunately, um, these, these play inspections were the ones from 2020, not 2022, but uh, I would like to say that we've been under a, a lot of strain at the moment. I'd like to say a big thank you to Liz and Lindy for going above and beyond mm -hmm. duty to keep things running smoothly. So um, we, we have located the 2022 versions and they were issued this afternoon. I appreciate that that's not really a lot of time for everybody to look through them in detail. Um, there's no high-risk items that I've seen, but one. one. Uh, church fees the yeah. swing, which was I think it's already been notified. Apparently, uh -huh. have we actioned it? Oh right, okay, yeah, that that is a high risk. Yes, so so that would be one to address immediately. Yeah. Um, I guess. Um, and then, oh Helen. That's okay. There's another one at Churchfields, which is a moderate risk. Oh, so that's decaying wood. So that needs that's addressing promptly yeah, as well. Okay. Um, so, so among those, uh, we're also looking at going into budgeting season. So that may begin as early as next month, but perhaps finalised in December. So I do think we need to be looking at potentially any higher level items that might need to be budgeted for in the 2023 budget. What One of the big things that crops up is the uh, safety flooring at church fields. It's crumbling. We did talk about doing a trial area of the new carpet system. 
uh, perhaps that's something we want to do in this year's budget and if we like it we can perhaps look towards budgeting for that. So I'd like to make a suggestion that the council revolves to initiate some conversations with our service level agreement provider to obtain some quotes and we can present those for approval at the next amenities committee. Would that be mm -hmm. suitable? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, Absolutely. do we have a proposer and a second? I'll propose it. Yeah. Um, Bernie and Pauline again. Okay, so that's resolved. So moving on to the next item, which is the Frodsham Memorial. A is to note that the works began on the 25th of August with a scheduled timetable of eight weeks. B to note that part of the car park will be allocated to storage and welfare for the duration of the works. To note that reports of antisocial behaviour should be submitted via 101. And an update from HDD of the latest position. And I'm thinking Helen is probably the best person to advise on that. I have. Um, so we had um, a message back from Claire Hillstrop, who's our project manager at HDD. Uh, project's going reasonably well. Uh, most of the path edgings are in and the type 1 stone is laid. So the topping stone and tarmac will be done last. All the drainage is in and most of the septums are in around the memorial area and uh, look good, just awaiting pointing up. The contract sum of 114,000 um, at present is, is what it is at present. We've got 111,000 committed, currently 2,890 not allocated, uh, but we do have some contingencies and provisional sums. However, we have hit a small issue in that when they excavated for the wall and steps to the front of the memorial, they didn't hit bedrock as they'd expected to. The absence of bedrock means that it will require more concrete for the wall foundation than anticipated. So they're in the process of a redesign of the wall foundation and getting a price for the extra concrete. It's anticipated that the cost will be within the 2,890 remaining in the budget for the contract. So it's really just raising an early warning um, for that. Uh, they're also looking for areas to save to ensure the project comes in on budget. So once they've done that um, redesign and they've got the costs, we'll know whether we're still within budget um, or, we, or we need to look at uh, additional funds. Um, what Claire has also said is that any councillors would like a site visit so please let Claire know, so probably go through uh, Lindy, and this can be arranged with the contractor. But yeah. all on track for Remembrance Day. Very good. That's great news. Yeah. Um, okay, so that brings us on to um, the Ship Street, or just going back if anyone, if anyone does want to, if we have a conversation at the end and see if who wants to do a site visit and mm -hmm. when, when that best time for that would be. So that brings us on to the Ship Street play area. So it's to note that works are being scheduled to begin on the 8th of August with a scheduled time scale of 13 weeks. To note that the play area will be locked for the duration of the works and that Neil will have access to the area. PC Neil. Uh, on a serious note of incident of antisocial behaviour in September delayed works, all reports of antisocial behaviour should be submitted via 101. And to note that seeding and planting will take place to all groundworks have been completed. This is likely to be the week commencing 10th of October, after which the site will be closed until the play equipment is delivered. And again, I think we'll look to Helen 
for an update from RSK. <laughs> we have, we've had an update from Sonia, uh, she's our project manager from, um, it's not RSK anymore is it, it's Stevenson Halliday, oh. um, they've been taken over, so Stevenson Halliday. So um, expected delivery date for play equipment is recommencing the 7th of November. Uh, the date for completion of all the works is currently the 28th of November and they did send us an updated construction programme so, so we are on track with that. Okay, yeah, that's, that's great. There was some anti-social behaviour uh, a fortnight ago. Um, one of the residents that backs onto the park contacted me to say the kids were in there and they were in the digger. Um, they'd got through the wire actually on Ship Street. Yeah, they'd flattened the temporary fencing <coughs> so it was open for a while, but yeah, the contract was um, Well, she, I told her to ring 101, which she did, but I also yeah. told Neil and he was on patrol for a couple of nights, so he was just going to keep his eye on it as That's well. That's so. good. That's good that we've got him looking out. I mean, they must have been covered in mud. Yes, I can't imagine it. It's, it's like a um, mud pit. Appealing place to spend <laughs> your evenings. <laughs> Maybe they'll be better of it next time. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's good that the site's secured now again. So. They've, they've made it a more secure, yeah. I think, now. Yeah, so ho hopefully we won't have a repeat of it. No. Um, so that brings us on, if there's no, no actions to take on that one, that brings us on to the matter of the town clock. So it's to note that two faces of the town clock have now stopped working and the clock was last serviced in <laughs> November 2021. And to note that because of the location at a busy junction, <laughs> two clockmakers are required to safely carry out maintenance work with an early start to complete all the work before traffic becomes too busy. And we've, we've had a quote of £750 from Smith of Derby to carry out the annual service of the clock, including use of their best endeavours to rectify all the faults. So given what Ian was saying to us earlier, that the general assumption would be that the people of Frodsham would like to see it working, uh, the cost of a one-off repair has seemed to be similar to the annual service charge, so perhaps the recommendation is that we get it serviced annually, and then we've got. It more seems confidence. to be ongoing. This never works. Never works. It's just you know they're doing a service on it. What? Why is it breaking down? Why is it stopping? Don't know. We we can ask them for an update. So if we decide to. to um, approve an annual service it means that they'll, they'll come out each time it's not working whereas at the moment because we, we're not under a kind of a, an annual service agreement with them we have to ring them up and get a price right. each time oh, well we need an annual service then really yeah. so we, we give them a couple of years of annual service and it still doesn't work um, yeah i'll get me hammer <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, i'll take the, the information about the clock will go in the minutes yes yeah, yeah. 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 Well, in fact, I had reported it before Joe went off sick, so mm -hmm. I don't know whether it was in the pipeline anyway. So that's what we've got, the, the quote. So the quote right. is a three-month quote, so we're still within right, the period. Okay, so she, asked, yeah. she basically asked for a repair, cost of repair, and obviously cost of an annual, and then right. 
much of a muchness. Yeah. But it's very old, isn't it? So no, it's, it's not. It's not it's old, not. that one. The old is one not? is on the side of Cash 22. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, that's not an old one yeah. at all. That wasn't that the um, Silver Jubilee or something? Something like that, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realise it was that recent. Yeah. But I think the main thing is, do we, do we approve going for the annual service charge yeah. so we can go I think back so. every time it... How long um, have we committed to the annual? Is it just... Just on a rolling basis, just so on we, a rolling we basis. can follow it after anything. We can follow it after the first 12 months. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy enough to approve that. Yeah. yeah. Do, do we have a, for, uh, a proposer and a seconder? A proposer. A seconder. Okay. So that brings us on to the next topic of Christmas lighting. So it's to note that new commercial lighting is now available in sections of five metres to allow for tree growth and potential repair, which will preserve any investment made. So item B is to approve the replacement of wrapped lights for three trees located on Church Street at a cost of £514 per tree, but that's excluding the installation. So would, would we have... Uh, an opinion on that as a council, would, would that be something we would want to look towards doing? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. So do we have... There is one problem with okay. the tree outside the dentist. I did bring it up a few, well, quite a while ago. One of the branches is practically hanging off. Oh, okay. One of the, one of the trees that, isn't, that the lights aren't working on. Because the dentist is upstairs, it's practically on the level where the branches hanging off it needs removing so we need to get a quotation in to remove that yeah the dangerous branch so perhaps uh, that's probably why the lights aren't working because it yeah yeah so that would definitely have an impact wouldn't it so so perhaps we can get some quotations for that i think it'd be cheshire west that would i was going to say we need to check to see if it's cheshire west i think yes if it's cheshire west because it's going to fall on the pavement it's cheshire west okay so we need to re- we'll report that to Cheshire West. Yeah. Okay, so that, that's an action. So so we're going for these um, sectional lights. Are, are, we, are we happy to... Gaudy multicoloured, yeah. <laughs> 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 we're wanting them to be in keeping, perhaps, with the exi- existing lights. Okay. Right. okay. So, so do we have a proposer and seconder for that? Mm-hmm. Pauline and Bernie? Yeah. Okay. And then C is to approve the sourcing of quotations for installation, which we probably need to do, seeing as we've got to the lights. So do we have a proposer and a, a seconder for that? Pauline and Bernie again. Okay. Relatively straight. So are we, are we going to go to Northwich as well for a price or not? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so so if, if it's over £3,000... We, we have to obtain at least two estimates, but if it comes in under 3,000 as a council, we, we can use our discretion to decide that that's the most logical right. supplier. So um, it depends what they come back with. Can I just ask then? Yeah. With both companies, do they provide maintenance during the period that the lights are on? No, I know, so KDE does. K- KDE it? does for our Christmas lights, and that's going to our events committee tomorrow for approval. Mm. Um, because we had a, 
I think it was a three-year contract with KDE to be on site. So I think there's 12 different locations whereby we have to switch the lights on so they come on yeah. simultaneously. KDE do that. So I think at tomorrow's events committee right. will hopefully approve. <laughs> um, but that, but that's, that's where that's, that's going. So the quotes for the installation is just literally for the installation only. So, yeah, if, if we can perhaps get those ready for the next time the amenities meet, because otherwise we're getting very close to the festive period, aren't we? So we need to um, speed that one forward, I think, don't we, to make sure it's ready. Yeah. So that brings us to the next item, which is for Cycle North Cheshire. There were some minutes that were previously sent out. Uh, we, we have met with Cycle North, North Cheshire again since those uh, minutes were sent out so i will give you a brief overview of what we've been looking at so we, we've split the project into three main areas that we think are important to look at so it's all about promoting active travel in fradsham and, and, and what what can we do to uh, make it easier for people to access our active travel. So one of the areas is looking at junctions and crossing points and where people feel safe and what we can do to improve those. Another was about a lack of information, so perhaps looking at maps and looking at you're here, it takes 10 minutes to walk to this radius and this radius while also plotting on various points of interest like the War Memorial, Delamere Forest for example, and perhaps also adding in safe cycling routes, um, perhaps where things like that could go. Uh, the third area was why I kind of handed these around was looking at public transport. So one of the things with public transport is that we're, we are a rural community and the buses often aren't frequent enough to, um, for a lot of people to be able to use them. And it's about looking at those 10 mile journeys that are perhaps uh, a little bit too long to walk but if we could find an alternative and discourage people to use cars in a way to kind of become more active in their travel, uh, perhaps looking towards an e-bike scheme could be, could be a way forwards. Uh, I did speak to the people from Foy who operate in Liverpool. Uh, with a community our size, you would have to be an arm and a leg of a, a larger scheme. So with that one, it would be perhaps having some conversations with the ginger scheme in Chester, or perhaps the other idea was the, uh, the big issue bikes. And if that fails, perhaps looking towards dial-a-ride schemes. So the group are looking to source project estimates uh, because we're soon going to be in the budgeting season. And we were looking to see whether the council would be favourable to these kinds of projects and uh, whether they, the council would have an interest in putting these forwards perhaps as, as potential budgeted items for next year. For example, because we did, uh, the Fortune Town Council contributed the cost of the crossing at the Netherton and at Ship Street opposite the school. So doing similar things again for other crossing points. Uh, as a way to get Cheshire West to do something other than just not listening to us. Isn't yeah. Cheshire West promoting some kind of a bus scheme, a rural? I'm sure I've read it. There's a rural bus scheme coming yeah. um, that's been long promised and they've had some problems 
sourcing this, that to start, but I do believe it is actually supposed to start soon. Mm. But that is supposed to be for Fudge and the surrounding yeah. villages. Um, but I don't know when it's going to start. But there are ideas that need to be explored a little further and mm -hmm. perhaps have some cost estimations. But we, we wanted to see whether the, the council would be su supportive towards the group moving forwards on, on those things. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so, absolutely. so if we, I think our next aims were to draw up a bit of a, a briefing to bring to the next amenities committee that's a little bit more detailed for you all to kind of have a look at if everyone's happy with that, then... Um, that, that one's resolved, uh, which brings us on to the subject of Hob Hay Wood. So it is to approve a request to install a handrail on a steep sex stepped section of the footpath to secure the safety of all walkers at a cost of £300, which is materials only, and the Hob Hay Wood Friends Group have agreed to construct and install um, to me that sounds pretty sensible and straightforward and I, I would propose that we, we would approve that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have yeah. we got a seconder, Pauline? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that brings us on to the subject of marshlands. So to note that Frudge and Tree Solutions has completed the tree survey at a cost of £450. And there are a number of findings within that survey. Um, do we authorise as a council for quotes to be obtained and to carry out remedial works yeah. classed as high priority? Yeah. 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 There was something else in that. Uh, there is some Japanese knotweed. Uh, oh. Yeah. So um, it's not a high priority on the Forest and Tree Solutions work because um, they're just dealing with the trees that they're dealing with. Um, but I am wondering if we need to take action on that. Don't, yes, doesn't it have to be removed so. by specialists? Yes, I think so. Yeah, it's it's by the um, substation and the sea scouts right. that corner there. Right. Um, is where they find it. Um, so uh, that needs to go in there. It needs, it? Yeah, because yeah, it, it can spread very quickly, can't it? So I, I would suggest that we we also authorise. Um, we'll have to see for that. getting quotes for that. A specialist, yeah, 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 because yeah. it has to be taken away and destroyed, doesn't it? It yeah. is, and then normally it's repeated treating over a period of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we need to deal with that. Um, that's I would think that's quite a high priority. As well. yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. Well, <laughs> sort of Patrick, because you can't do anything much with it while that's there. Well, no, and it's no. the surrounding areas. It'll go yeah. into well, it as well. It can start to affect the properties further yeah. up the road. There's some residential properties there, and that can create problems there if it spreads yeah. close to their properties. I'm assuming so. Yeah, yeah we don't uh, want to be liable for any anything there, do we? So um, yeah, that the the climate emergency group have have also met regarding marshlands, and we've expressed an interest to work with Chester Zoo to increase biodiversity at this site and also at Mile Pits and potentially introduce nature trails as the next phase of the project. So perhaps if we um, concentrate on getting the tree survey all sorted and the knotweed removed, then we can start having some com conversations with Chester to, to see how we can progress that forwards as well. Yeah, great. Everyone happy with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. So that brings us on to the community orchards. 
So the first one is to note that Mr Tom Blundell has notified us he is unable to continue caring for Fradsham's orchards. Um, Mr Blundell has organised the planting of the first community orchard in Fradsham in Churchfield in 2012 to celebrate the Queen's Jubilee and this was followed by orchards in Hobhay Wood, Ship Street and Hawthorne Close. As a volunteer he pruned the trees in springtime in the autumn and arranged for replacement trees in case of disease or vandalism. Um, the next one is to note that Hobhay Wood Friends Group have indicated that they're willing to take over responsibility for maintaining the orchard in Hobhay Wood. And D is to approve the sourcing of quotations to maintain our community orchards. So would we have a proposer and, and a seconder to approve the sourcing of those quotations? Yeah, Helen, Bernie, Pauline, okay. And then the last one on this item is to note that Cheshire West and Chester's Town um, Total Environment Team is looking for expressions of interest from parish town councils who are potentially interested in creating a new community orchard within their areas or who can secure land to, to do so. Um, salt works was an area that sprung to mind for me on this. Do, do any of the other councillors, not the whole thing, a, a small area of it. I'm not suggesting for a second we would put trees all over the football pitches or anything controversial like that. Uh, does anyone else have any ideas of um, anywhere where they Yes, there's a nice area just under the tunnel as you're going up towards... Oh, yes. That was a playground at one point, yes. uh, but it's just left, and I don't even know who's responsible for it, to be perfectly honest with you. Where's that burning? If you go, do you know Ashton Drive? Oh, no. Very well. It's behind Volunteer Street and Between Ashton, Road, yeah, um, um, and Ashton Drive. So if we have, um, here, so... Okay. I don't know who cuts the grass. The corner, Ashton well, close. I don't know who cuts the grass. No, it must be Cheshire West because it's not an hour like that. It might be the same that people there And it's literally there. And you can see there was a play park because there was a there's a path there but there's a slightly wider tarmac area. So Cheshire West has said in their briefing thing they're looking for plots of land about the size of a tennis court. And I think that's ideal. And also, you might, I think it'd be a good idea as well that there's a bit of time right there to be taken out completely yeah. because it's not, it's redundant, it's not needed. So you can have a slightly larger planting area and then plant some trees in there as a community orchard. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. Yeah. So will we need to find out who owns that particular I would presume it's Cheshire West, that would be my, <coughs> my first port of call. If there used to be a park there, it would presume it's some council land and it's not an hour. Asset list. Okay, so we can we can ask Cheshire West because mm. about salt works and that piece of land. Put land off Francis well. Road, I guess, probably okay. isn't it, or land off Volunteer Street. Would we want to look at an asset transfer for that? Would be to keep it under Fortune Town Council. Then we could do because yeah. all the other community orchards are under us, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be good because yeah. then we could we could manage those quite well, couldn't we? The, the other thing, when we were at the uh, big green event at the community centre, they were talking about um, how they've got an apple press and they were wanting to do events at the orchards with the apple press and showing people how to press fruit and how you can make apple juice and 
all kinds of things like that and maybe that's something the council can can support the other spot is the bit behind the leisure center between the overflow car park and the path that goes through to kids went because mm -hmm. um, that's mm -hmm. just grass at the moment so you is that a concrete waste bit no no, no it's not that okay. bit there it's that bit so you know the overflow car park oh right okay and that bit there I would potentially hold off on that because there might be plans for the leisure centre afoot yeah. and we don't necessarily know where they're going to want to do certain things. Can I just say, just before we go off this, that I think we need to give Mr Blundell some kind of recognition. It's coming up in the next item. Oh, right, okay, sorry. <laughs> 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 it's just, well, I just know that my dad's been dead 14 years and he was on the council with him. That's how long he's worked oh. for the council. Yeah. No, he was in the tree planting nice group. So, yeah, so just something just to. Yeah. So, so should we finish this one off by saying perhaps salt works <coughs> in the, the area by Francis Rhodes yeah. uh, as ones to potentially act on? Mm -hmm. And then we'll move on to number 14 which ties us nicely into what Bernie was saying which is the commemoration of the Queen's reign. So A to consider commemorating the late Queen Elizabeth II's reign of 70 years by planting of seven commemorative oak trees within the memorial field and the second part of that was to consider requesting that Tom Brundell is present as an honorary guest as a tree planting ceremony to acknowledge and thank him for his service to our green areas in Frobsham. And the final part was to approve sourcing of quotations for, yeah. for the above considerations, which you think that would be fitting, Bernie? Yeah. Yeah. So do we have a proposal and a seconder for that one? I'll Bernie, Helen. <laughs> So that brings us on to uh, Oh, sorry. Be just before we move on there, um, if if I think it would be really good to do that, and, and it's great that it's been approved. The other thought that I had around the tree planting was um, that could also form the opening, official opening of the memorial footpath, yeah. um, and I didn't know about whether to ask our schools whether they wanted to be involved in that tree planting because of the Queen's green canopy for the um, for her platinum jubilee this year. So if we do get seven trees, one for each decade, we could, Tom could plant one, potentially yeah. on two new junior councillors could plant two, that leaves four, and each of the schools could potentially plant one, we could get some, we have got memorial plaques as well. Where are they? Yeah. The well, plaques that were supposed to go to the schools. The, the, yes. Why, so, why haven't they gone to the schools? I don't know, Bernie. <laughs> but we've got those plaques, so potentially we could use those plaques either for the schools um, or we could use them as part of this um, tree planting ceremony as well. But I just thought it might be a, a nice Because the trees were supposed to go to schools as well, weren't they? I believe Cheshire West and Chester Councils were organising that. Yeah. And so I don't know where that's up to. Right. But we do have the plaques, so, so we could we could use those plaques potentially yeah. for here if we wanted to contact the schools and see if they want to be part of that green canopy um, yeah. and, and join us for an opening ceremony and planting. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that sounds really nice. I think nice. we could get something for Tom as well, apart from Yes. This. Yeah, perhaps a, a, a trophy or some yeah, kind just of... something, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a nice idea. And perhaps we can chase up what's happening with the, the trees with our, our district councillors, the, the Cheshire West ones, perhaps. So that brings us on to our final item, which is the Golden Gateways initiative. So to note that the Town Council has been approached about an initiative that celebrates the Commonwealth Games gold medal winning Team England athletes by installing a plaque at a location relevant to their route to glory. Athletes chose these locations based on where they believe their journey in competing in sport began. And Nathan Maguire, who won the 1,500 metres in the T5 four-wheel chair race at the 2022 Commonwealth Games, has nominated Fredrum Whale... <laughs> <laughs> Railway Bridge as his golden gateway. So the last one is to decide as a council, do we support this initiative? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that looks like that. Which is the bridge? Because two railway bridges in town, and there's the viaduct. Oh, it doesn't particularly specify, does it? It's the railway bridge um, next to Costas and um, Church Street. That's the one that's got lots of plaques on already, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we're, all, we're all happy with that. Yeah. And that brings us on to 16, which is the clerk's report. And Lindy, do you, do you have anything else that you feel like you need to add? No, it's nothing. Okay. So the date of our <coughs> next meeting will be the 10th of October. No, it won't. It's oh, the 10th of October today. It is the 10th of October. Can I just yes. ask the question? Um, there's been some discussion. Uh, I don't know. Uh, a couple of uh, emails went around that uh, Phil Griffiths was talking about, about a community garden. Is that the time to talk about this? I don't know. But we did say we'd have. Um, sorry, Lucy, I've, I've produced yeah, the conversation with Phil, that um, we need to move it forward slightly so that we can bring it to the next amenity so that we can... That's fine, exactly that's fine, yeah. But yes, absolutely, amenities is the right place. Yeah. Which is, I think there's a little bit more research to do. Before we... we yeah. yeah, but absolutely we'll bring it to Okay, thanks. Hasn't been forgotten. Yeah. I did Thank speak you. to Phil about it a couple of days ago, so it's, it's still on the agenda. Um, I think yeah. the next meeting is the 14th of November. 14th of November sounds more sensible, because <laughs> that would be, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we, we'll meet again then, and unless anybody has anything else to add, that will be the close of the meeting, and thank you.